Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town. My name is Dave Gregory. This is what we're going to talk about today. Only one subject, of course. It's advantage Sunderland in the Championship playoff semi-finals. They scored twice to take a slender one-goal lead back to Kenilworth Road. We're going to look at the game in a little bit more detail. And then we're going to discuss what lies ahead for the second leg. We have your three road reviews and much, much more. We've got loads to talk about tonight, so we're going to get straight in there. Nice to see Steve and uh, Pataro. <laughs> Nearly called you something different. Uh, nice to see you again. Cheers. It was a tough, a tough long drive up there, a tough long drive back, uh, given the result, but um, it wasn't a bad day, was it? No, no, it wasn't. Um, we're still in it. I reckon, it. I reckon it's even Stevens, and it's all to play for. We can't be... Too despondent. We had a good start. We'll get into the game. Yeah, let's not get carried away with doom and gloom because there shouldn't yeah. be. Exactly that. One goal, that's it. One goal. It's a long way, but actually when we got there, I mean, it was quite exciting, wasn't it? It was a proper atmosphere, a proper semi-final, uh, one that we haven't experienced for a long, long time in that in that way. Um, we went up there, Batara, with full of confidence, didn't we? Oh, of course. and I mean, we should have done, really. Well, I mean, why wouldn't we? We were, on, we were on such a good run, you know, scored quite a few goals, a lot of clean sheets. But, you know, unfortunately, well, that's our away record as well, was fantastic. And then, yeah, I think that was what gave us a lot more confidence. Mm. And then, yeah, so we uh, go and lose for the first time in, was it 19 games? Yeah, or 19 or 20, yeah. Yeah. S- Steve, you said, you said it's not over yet. We both know that. Mm. Um We'd have liked a, a better result, obviously, but we shouldn't be too worried about just being one behind. No, um, you know, we know we've, we've, we've got goals in us. We've talked about it in, in previous um, pods and that. Um, I think, you know, the disappointment is the fact that we were ahead. We'd quietened the crowd down. You know, the first sort of 25, 30 was good from us. Um, it turned on a couple of points, but so many uncharacteristic errors uh, throughout the game that you know we, we hardly ever do maybe it was the occasion who knows but you know it just seemed like there was quite a lot of five ten yard passes that were misplaced yeah. you know or too hard or not hard enough and that so yeah I, I just think stuff that we would take for granted because of the great season we've had you know we, we kept sort of falling foul of it mm-hmm. uh, Robbie Edwards I saw his um Pre, uh, pre-match interview for tomorrow's game and he said himself the amount of cheap turnovers that we gave them is so unlike us yeah. so there, there was just a lot of things that we don't normally do that happened on the day but maybe we got away with it because they should have gone for us and they didn't Do you think Batari that um, given the size of the crowd at, at the Stadium Alliance and I have to be honest when we scored I thought we kept in quiet for a long time but when they got on top, my goodness, what an atmosphere that was. Yeah, it was, well, it's what you expect them to go to Sunderland away, I guess. I mean, look, we'd be forced to sit here and say, oh, you know, Sunderland haven't got a good fan base, this and that. I mean, even when they were in the Premier League, they were they were noisy, they were, you know what I mean? They they were 
they're, they're a big club. It was loud. They should have a sport like that. I felt at the stadium it was loud. Do you think that had a real influence on our players? Well, I mean, it was loud, but it was only loud when they scored, like you say. Mm. You didn't really hear... I didn't really hear much of them. I don't know. Maybe I'm a bit deaf, but did you, gents? I don't know. I think the whole of the second half, it was loud. Yeah. Up until they scored, I mean. Yeah, exactly. Once they got ahead of steam, they got behind them pretty well and you know the sort of players mm-hmm. responded to it and yeah I, I think think we uh, struggled you know um, I think tactically Sunderland were pretty good you know they swamped midfield and yeah. you know uh, all of our guys in midfield they were put, put the under was, immediate right? pressure that was what was forcing the misplaced passes yeah. Um, and yeah you know and they, they've also got pace and you know quite a lot of trickery in midfield as well so you know it can't be all doom and gloom because it shouldn't be but at the same time they're a good team you know, you've got of to course. accept that, but they're still there for the taking. It's going to be a very different animal, mm. Kenilworth Road. You know, it will be um, hostile. You know, it'll be very different to the other day, but it will be our way. And we've seen off plenty of teams uh, yeah, already. Well, let's look at your three reviews for the game. Uh, Sunderland 2, Luton Town 1. Uh, Joe says, it's only half time. Let's not forget that. Uh, Justin says, could be worse. OB, that wasn't Luton. Barney, not done yet. Davy unrecognisable after equaliser. Claude one no Campbell. Graham bookings affected midfield. Chris says Watford atmosphere needed. LTFC news still in it and loyal Luton supporters club Tuesday is ours. Mm. It's positive. It's all positive. You said you earlier, Steve. You pick one out because you really agree with it. Yeah, uh, Claude why no Campbell. You know, um, we were struggling with the press. We weren't quite getting there with the press, you know, and Campbell, you know, Tasmanian devil, he's the, he's the, he's the king of hassling. Uh, again, Robbie Edwards said himself about the press not being as good. Uh, and then on, on that basis, when you think that that is one of Campbell's key attributes... I'm even more surprised that he wasn't yes. on for the last half hour. Of course, you know, I agree, because I think probably majority of Luton fans are thinking the same thing. Like you say about the press, the press just wasn't there. Midfield mm. was the issue for us. And it's almost like, I mean, look, we've got Pelly, I've seen the Campbell presses, I've seen Clark can do that job, but it's not the same. Campbell, when there's acres of space in midfield, Campbell will, like you say, who keep running. He, he's a similar player to mm. the Campbell in a way. He mm. just doesn't start. There's like, it's like two or three of them on the pitch when they keep going. They, they did move the ball quickly, though, through, yes, through midfield. Uh, there was oh, it was the, too easy. In yeah, there, there was uh, a tall guy, and he Beckway, was. was yeah, it? yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. He, he was quick on the stuff. They, they did pass the ball quickly, like one, two, three passes. So, mm. yeah, you know, again, you've got to say they played well yeah, on yeah. the day once they got going. I think maybe a change of formation would have helped us out a bit as well. But look, I'm not a manager. I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's face it, I just turn up every single Monday and talk absolute nonsense. So, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah we agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a couple of weeks ago, didn't know what a library was. Anyway, <laughs> um, if we just talk about the game then, we made two changes from Blackburn. Uh, Osha and Pelly was in for Barry and Bradley. Um, so, you know, we put out one of our strongest teams, really. So you, you go there and you're thinking, okay, we can do this today. And we start off, and I thought, um, I thought, I thought we actually started quite well. Um, and I think once we settled in, once we got over that first rush from Sunderland, I thought we, we did all right, Steve. I would suggest that that is the team we would have wanted to have put out. You know, if, if everyone was 100% fit, that would be the team that you would pick. So, uh, yeah, it was a good start. Um, again, um, at the game, I, w- I watched it again on telly Sunday and it really was quite different. Um, we 
done really well. We we passed the ball uh, well. We we were creating space. I think um, Drame had you know, a bit of an off game for him. He would have been disappointed with you know sort of a couple of bits, but. We did start well. We weren't under any pressure at all, and they were starting to get quiet in the ground. I feel like there was, you know, in the first, <coughs> excuse me, five, ten minutes, was there a, a couple of hairy moments that obviously down the right hand side, like say, Drame, when the ball went over in behind or whatever? I think they hit the side netting, didn't they? Like early on or whatever. Or hit the the stanchion behind. I don't know. I'm not too we, sure. But I don't know if it was that early. Was it that one? No, I don't think so. Oh, was I, it not? What I would say is, I don't really remember. I was on the beers, Hall, Hall, I remember. having to make. No. Any saves no, in the first half no. an hour. No. In the first half an hour. And I thought actually we 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 sort of once we got the ball under control, we we, we had some really decent chances. And um don't forget we took the lead um really from our first proper attack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean probably an ugly goal to, to some people, but I yeah. thought it was a thing of beauty because of the the way they kept it alive. You know, people talk about winning your individual battles. You know, there there was three Jules there and we won every single one of them to keep that ball alive you know and I mean um, Doughty uh, you know I, I, he he smashed it a keeper just got a hand to it because yeah. his hand was there I, don't know, I think maybe a bit of the post as well and then it um, fell to Elijah and he, and he tapped it in, in. Yeah, yeah pr- pretty cool though from Elijah you know he, he must have been you know the old 5p, 50p so, but no he put it away quite well I think he finished it really well and you know at that point we're all going absolutely ecstatic in the stands up there it's mm. quite felt what a feeling yeah what a feeling what a start we're going to push on from here and mm. we, we had a couple of other opportunities when who was it who ran down the line was it Clark I believe Clark he squared yeah. it to Clark squared it yeah that, that was to Elijah as well yeah a good good block Great by block, the guy yeah yeah, yeah. And you're thinking you, you're going to press on from there. Sorry, I was just saying, <clears throat> it was, was that, uh, Clark going down the right hand side, sorry, when he squared it to, was it Elijah, was it? Yeah, Elijah, yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, I haven't watched it back. But I felt like he did the right thing, but I remember on a day a few people were saying, oh, maybe he could have gone for goal himself. Could he have, obviously, looking back on the TV, could he have seen? Um, no. no um, Bit I, of an angle, wasn't we, it? We said at the time, he could have shot. Yeah. You know, you know yeah. If, if there's no one there, then it would have been okay to shoot, but he'd done exactly yeah, the right yeah, thing. Yeah, of course. I, and, I thought that you day. know, he set it up an absolute treat. The pace on it was absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, that was going away. There's no two ways about it. That was going in the net, but it, it, it was well blocked. Yeah. I was quite impressed with Eddie Bear on the weekend. I thought he put a real good shift in. He worked hard. Yeah, yeah, he did work tirelessly. So, yellow cards. We got a few, and uh, we got the camber got booked, and for me, that really affected his game. And then our midfield started to just slow up a bit, didn't they? And you're thinking about um, Pelly got one as well, and then you're you're thinking now. Actually, they put in one more challenge and we're down to 10 men. Mm. Do you think those cards, Bataro, probably affected how our midfield played? Definitely. I think, was it, did Clark get one as well? Or was it all three of the midfield that started? Maybe, maybe Clark but, did. Yeah, yeah, but either way, I mean, look, <laughs> early yellow cards, I mean, that, that's got to unnerve you a little bit. I mean, I mean, if it was me, for example, I know for a fact that if I was a defensive-minded player, like, say, Nakamba, for example, and your natural part of your game... Is to you know go in and intercept and be full, fully committed. Mm. 
if you can't go and do that without the fear of having a, you know, getting sent off the back of your mind, that's going to play a part, I'm sure. But yeah, of course it is. I mean, uh, it, there's so many. Books, it must have it? taken a few percent off their commitment to yes, yeah. some of the tackles. Maybe that was why the press wasn't as efficient as it normally is. Especially the way the referee as well was like so card happy as well. Like he was pulling out cards for everything, wasn't he? Let's face it. So I mean, in the back of your mind, if you're if you're seeing yellow card pop up every five minutes or so. Mm. You got to be thinking. I tell you what, slight nick, and I, I take someone out slightly, I'm off. Yeah. So, of course, yeah, it's going to play a part. I mean, at the game, we got very frustrated with the referee. But, Steve, you yeah. s- you've said you've, re- you've watched it back, and maybe your opinion's slightly changed. <laughs> he was still poor. You know, he, mm-hmm. he still was poor. But, you know, th- there was like a 10 minute spell where we were outraged about every free yeah. kick, and it seemed to be free kick after free kick, you know. And, I would say, looking back, half of them, they probably were free kicks, whereas there's a time we were just bellowing about every single one of them. But there was still plenty of poor decisions made by him. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, like I say, like, we were quite high up as well. We can't always see anything, especially me. My eyes are terrible. So, But no, I know what you're saying, but the referee, he was absolutely shocking as well at the same time. He, like he, say, he, he did seem to lap it up. He seemed to be... You know, lo- loving the fact that there was, yeah. you know, oh, that was a soft touch. There you go, have a free kick. That's what I mean. And then, like, slightly, you know, slightly more than sort of like thirty percent contact. It was a yellow card, right? Every time. So, but mm-hmm. no, look, I mean, I don't know who this guy is or whatever. I've not looked who the referee was, but I'm sure, obviously, Sunderland fans would say they were just as hard done by by him. Um, in fact, they had more yellow cards than us. Well, that see, that is um, strange thing because when I watch a Luton game, I'm ha- I hardly ever see the opposition. You know, I'm literally nearly always just watching the, the Luton players. Yeah. You know, people say to me, oh, such and such had a good game. Really? You know, That's so it. maybe I should watch the whole game a bit more. <laughs> no, no. It's good to be <laughs> part of that. Seven or eight pints in Sergio as well. But they, they, I think Sunderland fans would actually say, you know, once they... Well, let's let's talk about the lead up to their goal because we failed to to defend well there. Um did Horvath, I can't remember, did Horvath kick it through and then Pelly lost possession and, and fouled? Or F- Pelly went to gain possession back and fouled? There, 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 yeah, there, there was a lunge. He, he was sort of um, going back towards goal and, mm-hmm. and he, did, he did lunge in. But the, the, the problem is at that time, they were picking up every second ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Every misplaced pass seemed to go to one of them. So, you know, there, there was this momentum and this sort of wave that was coming against us. And I've, I think the players were just doubling up in their efforts to try yeah. and stop the flow. And of course, you know, there was, yeah, it was, it was a lunge. Again, because there'd been so many in a short period of time, we, we were all gone, you know, for Christ's sake, ref, you're doing it yeah. again. Yeah. It was. Oh, to it be was, fair, it was, it was a f- I, I could see it from, it was the other end to us, wasn't it? Obviously, we were quite high up. You could see straight away he's caught him anyway. Mm. But it, I mean, it, like I say, it was from behind as well, wasn't it? Well, it looked like it was from behind anyway. Yeah, but, uh, yeah to the, to the side. Angle, yeah. yeah. We had our chances to clear the ball though, and, and mm. yeah, sadly we didn't do that. So as soon as that whistle goes, we all know we're in a dangerous position for that free kick. Yeah. Um, I don't want to knock any of our players because I, we've got another game to come. But do you think the the, the wall and Horvath were positioned correctly? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it was it was a cracking free kick. There's to me, there's no blame with the keeper. There's no blame with the wall. No, sometimes you've just got to say, "Well done for having a thirty million pound striker on loan." Well done. Yeah, no, he's got a point. though, to be fair, because look, everyone knows about this guy, Diallo. I don't know. Let's face it, he's a He's way too good to play for, well, not even just for Sunderland, that's 
No, I'm just saying this. He's, he's too this, good this, to be... This level. Yeah. yeah, he's too good to be playing at this level. He should be playing in the Premier League. 100%. It was, it was some strike, wasn't it? Yeah. What, what a goal. I mean, you've got it to stand... It as well, really. It's a little roll on. And you've he, literally got to stand yeah. there as a supporter and go, that goal was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, you know, once that play has started, there's nothing you can do about it. So, yeah, yeah. no problems with the wall, no problems with the keeper. Just what, one of those things. If we were three or four nil up, I probably applauded that at the time. The fact that he's done that, no, I probably would have done. I probably would have gone fair play. Not not quite applauded. It. Not like a, don't look at me like that. You know what I'm saying? Though. I would have gone fair. fair Such yeah. a disappointment, isn't uh, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, right, that's I, it. I know what you're saying, though, Bataro. Put, See ya. Put your phones no, back. I'm on. off now. He's upset me today. <laughs> this <laughs> early as well. <laughs> yeah, I know. Let me get an idea. Me. Um, we're talking about the game there, and the place erupted. I, I, you know, they're not a Roker Park anymore, but they would call that. The Roker roar, wouldn't they? Yeah. It was amazing sound. And at that time, we get a bit deflated. And I go back to the game when we played them at her, uh, last season, uh, in the season. Yeah. And uh, when they, you know, Diallo did his Tom Daly um, and he won the penalty. And then we had a moment there after that, uh, of the previous match, where the crowd got up for it, mm. the team got up for it. And it was a difficult last five yeah. or ten, wasn't it? So... I feel the same happened this time. Don't you feel that we the, we had to get in at one or at half time? Yeah, we did. You know, when you've got a crowd of that many people, you know, the, the, they're going to sort of just go along with it, aren't they? They got they got swept along with it. We've got to make sure that we do that um, Tuesday evening. Okay, we've got to make damn sure that that's what we do as well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, yeah, the, 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 they done well. So you're hopeful that second half will come out all guns blazing and we'll, we'll, we'll have the same start to the second half as, as we did in the first. And, and um, it wasn't the recognised Luton Town performance from the second half that we've seen all season. No. For me, it totally changed. Why do you think that happened? Like I say, occasion, having known that we've qualified to play us for the last how many weeks... I don't know, maybe it's like, you know, like the momentum we was on, like knowing we had the pressure of getting into the playoffs, maybe the... You know, we had like, I think, three weeks or whatever where we sort of like went, ah, oh, we can chill a little bit here. Mm. Maybe it just, I don't know, maybe I didn't get out for it. I'm, I'm not sure that's probably the, the reason because let's face it, professional footballers, they know what to do. And I'm sure Rob Edwards, Mick and all that, like, I'm sure they're getting right up them and they're, they're sitting there like, making sure they kick on. But I'm not too sure what happened. I, I really don't know. Sunderland were in control though. Yeah, I think I'm probably more inclined to say that they just played with a high level of intensity, to be honest with you. Maybe they felt that that was their big chance at home you know I know they're great away from home you know but you know young team etc etc you know it's going to be a, a very different experience for them um, Tuesday night um, you know the, yeah I just thought they played with more intensity I thought they passed the ball quicker and I think we were just trying to uh, catch them up at times you and know in general uh, kept the ball better as yeah, well you know yeah. again you've got to say sometimes you know the opposition has played well mm-hmm but affected by, obviously we've already put, touched on this, yeah. affected by our yellow cards for our midfield. And our midfield, really, and for me, uh, again, I haven't watched the game back, Steve, so you can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, at, on the day, I thought Nakamba wasn't as good as he's been recently and, and I think maybe held back because of his yellow card. And that, for me, was a bit of a disappointment. Do you know, the, the amount of times he was there for the tackle, but the guy just got a, got a toe to it. You, you know, they would just seem to be... a just a fraction quicker on several occasions. And again, that's not having a go at any of our players because they haven't done anything wrong. But, you know, these, these guys had really quick feet and I just felt that they, they were just nicking it away. And, and I think 
for Nakamba and and all the other guys, I think that would sort of breed some uh, frustration because they're used to you know dominating the midfield and, and really <coughs> sort of stamping their authority. And I think because they were the other team were getting the upper hand on them slightly, I think that sort of maybe put their noses out joint and you know maybe just yeah. affected their game a little bit. Like Something say. that did ups, upset us was uh, well was Lockyer getting that elbow sandwich uh, right at the start. Yeah. But Gelhart was it? Yeah, yeah. See, I didn't see it when I was at the stadium. No. So you know, I can only go with what people have said because I've not watched the game back because I was too sad to do it. But um, if you've watched the game back, yeah. Steve, would that if that if there was VAR in the in the place, would they pick oh, that up? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He would have been absolutely gone. Um, Lockyer was behind him, and he's sort of doing what any sort of normal defender does, sort of maybe just holding his forearm mm-hmm. or sort of hand on his, on his side, sort of, so he knows where he is. Um, and then I think Gelhart went to sort of move away to the right. Yeah. Again, Lockyer sort of just had hold of his arm. And then Wallop, elbow, you know, right in the side of the face. And, it was terrible, wasn't it? You know, and, and you know Lockyer, you know, He's okay with the dark arts, and you know he'll. he'll, he'll oh, he'll, it's true. No, yeah, no, yeah. no but he'll true, he'll he'll give it and he'll receive it within the boundaries. But you could see he was really really pissed off about it because you know he was talking to the ref. He weren't happy. He, he felt like it was a cheap shot. Yeah, and you know the commentators on Sky were that is a lucky young man. You know he can't get away. This with is that. the thing they like, say cheap shot. It was a cheap shot. I mean, I just can't understand it. I mean, look, I don't know where. Where the referee was at this point, like I said, on the well, was he close was he? No, it, it, it was off the ball, and I can understand the ref uh, not seeing it. Yeah, However, yeah. I can't believe for a second that the linesman or one of the other officials didn't see it. This I don't it, believe yeah. that. And the thing is, right? I mean, this is the thing. Like, it has to. Like, maybe I'm just being a bit optimistic now, or whatever else. But I feel like something like that that happened off the ball, they didn't have to go and look at that. I'd give him a ban for that. So I know we want him getting banned, but realistically, there's not enough being done about you know like these you know dark arts of football and whatever mm. else, and people like throwing elbows, a swing or whatever. I think mm. Billy Sharp did it, didn't he, against us once as well against Lockyer? Yeah. yeah, nothing happened to him. So what's not? Why are they like not looking at this and saying, do you know what? That's fine. If I had done that in the street, I'd be spending 24 hours in the police cell. Yeah, I mean Clark got elbowed. Clark got elbowed in the face <laughs> in the 30th minute as well. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh, yeah. He, he, Clark got got one. I think it was a corner corner of the penalty area. You know, so they, they, they don't mind raising their arms. Mm. Hopefully they do it a couple of times on the, well, Tuesday and then, yeah, get a few players sent off. So that'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> Sunderland fans might have a, a case for an argument of uh, Nakamba's challenge that they thought was a second yell over him and it sort of just got waved off. Would you agree that Nakamba was lucky to stay on the pitch, Batari? I mean, like I said, I haven't watched the game back, but what I saw of it, no, I feel like he was just, you know, I feel like... The, Look, the referee was dishing out yellow cards like he went to get rid of him, you know what I'm saying? But for me, it's almost like one of those ones, I think you have to have a li- little bit of lenin- lien- uh, leniency with certain things. I mean, you tell me, Steve, like, so you, you've, like I say, watched it back. Do you feel like he, I mean, that's the, you should be asking him really, not me, but I feel like there should be more leniency sometimes with like misplaced uh, tackles or whatever else. I think uh, a trigger-happy referee that he was on that basis, Nakamba was probably yes, a little yeah. bit lucky because he was quite happy dishing him out. But realistically, like I say, do you not think, like, like say, that like leniency with the, the referees? Like, you don't always see referees like that. You probably see that one every 
dirty games say, like for example, like dishing out yellow cards, like they're going out of fashion. But I mean, yeah, I mean they 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 were nothing tackles. They they weren't yeah. dangerous tackles. They weren't dirty just tackles. It, 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 it was just an accumulation of tackles. Mm-hmm. So maybe common sense prevailed on that occasion. So then the unbelievable happened, or probably predictable given the way that we perform in second half. Um, Sunderland scored a second goal. Um, it's quite disappointing because when you watch that goal back. It feels like he almost had a free head. He, he got himself in a really good place. But we should have defended better, surely. Yeah. We, we, we should certainly have made the header more difficult for him. I mean, he sort of guided it in nicely. You know, again, that's fine. He, he found a pocket of space. He guided it in nicely. Nothing Horvath could have done. It sort of wrong-footed him. He put it back sort of from, from the near post from where it came there, from. Yeah, so yeah. again, nothing the keeper can do. But maybe we should have been able to apply a bit more pressure on him. He wasn't a tall guy. That's all I'm saying. He got in, he got in the right position really quickly. He scored their second goal, sorry. Uh, Hume. Oh, wow. Troy Hume. Is that the centre-half, is it? Yeah, it must be. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it, it wasn't a high cross. It wasn't a cross that needed uh, no. any sort of height or a leap or anything. It, it was almost sort of bending down yeah. slightly and just sort of guided it back, back into the near post. So, And then it was damage limitation because I don't remember us having a really, really strong chance in the second half. No. No, but the pressure was coming mm. all of the time. The atmosphere was building. The noise was amazing. Um, but and, there wasn't and, a lot of shots. Well, I was about to say that. For all the huff and puff yeah. and all, the, all that noise, I don't really remember then Horval having to make a, an amazing save. Or mm. uh, We were getting worried because, you know, if they get a third, then we're in big trouble. Yeah, that's right. But so the fact that they had all that pressure... And there wasn't really any other sort of uh, scrambles or chances. To me, that shows that the defenders had got a grip of the game. Mm-hmm. They'd got a grip of the the atmosphere and the situation. And they were doing what they've been doing all season. And that was basically holding, holding the, the opposition at bay. Sunderland finished that game. Their fans are in seventh heaven. They are unexpected playoff contenders like we were last season. And they're one up in front. Clearly, um, we've got the second leg to come. Um, we asked you guys, we're going to talk about the second leg in a minute, by the way, but we asked you guys, why do you think we performed so poorly in the second half? Rich says, outplayed, worked us out after 15 minutes, then passed the ball around us, ran at us, turned us to centre-back, stretched us in the wide areas. Only positive is we didn't concede more. In all honesty, Sunderland are a very good side. Yeah, yeah, they're a good side. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say they're a very good side. I think they're a good side. They made the most of the pitch. They made the most of uh, good pace. They passed the ball well. They played well on the day. We're still in it. We've still yeah, got this. That's what I'm saying. They, they thrived on our weaknesses at the time. So, yeah. look, and then it's, it's not going to be like that for the second leg. Let's face it. So, no. I hope. Well, I hope I'm wrong. Sorry, I hope I'm right. Sorry, should I say? I hope you're right. Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> hope same Imagine. Um, Tom uh, says Pelly and Decamba both sitting on yellows nullified our pressing game as we were scared to put a foot in which we sort of touched on already as soon as it went to 2-1 we had to be sensible and not lose the tie because on the counter attack if we'd have gone after them we could have conceded 3 or 4 yeah I think I, th- I think I think the game was crying out for Campbell and I, yeah I think I think we, we missed a trick there Ad said ref was too whistle happy and half our players were on bookets well actually to to be correct, three of them were on bookings, but three essential yeah. players. Um, this meant our team couldn't play a natural game of passing and getting stuck in. 
any momentum we started to get, he would blow for a foul and kill it. It worked out he was given a foul once every three minutes. Now, Steve, you've watched this game back well, again. Y- yeah, yeah. He, he was he was blowing up for free kicks all the time. It was very stop-start. He didn't let it flow. He didn't let it flow. Uh, George said, first half, we were far the better team, but when Diallo scored, we looked shell-shocked and couldn't recover. Mm. The fact that Morris was also hobbling around at the back end of the game meant it was 10 versus 11. Very lucky to come out with just a goal deficit. Uh, we got an opinion from a Sunderland fan. Chris, uh, thought you lot, uh, I'll take that as you, in the nicest way, Chris, I yeah. thought you lot actually played bad. We just got into the swing of the game. Yeah, didn't play bad. Yeah, I didn't actually play bad. Yeah, I missed a the whole line there, yeah. Chris. So apologies. I thought you lot didn't actually play bad. I thought, you know, that was a bit critical of him, wasn't yeah. it? I thought, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, find your own podcast. Off you yeah, go. Yeah, off you go, yeah. Thought you lot didn't actually play bad. We just got into the swing of the game. Uh wasn't particularly biased. The referee wasn't particularly biased to any team. Just a poor ref with some questionable decisions. I thought the Canberra deserved a second yellow too. So, if anything, a fair game. Yeah, it's, well. it's not an outrageous comment. You know, mm-hmm. he he could have have gone. Like I say, we agree on the whole thing of the referee as well. Mm. Questionable decisions. Like, I mean, so it wasn't just for us as well. It was for the other team. So, yeah. Nick says, uh, we were too nervous and frightened of conceding more goals. You could tell from the yellow cards that we just lost control of the game and it was getting away from us. They will be right up for it on Tuesday. and mm. We could be even more nervous if we concede a goal. We may collapse. Uh, and Kieran, throughout the whole first half, they couldn't handle our pressure. We score the goal and decide to sit back in the second half after we dominated the first. Need to go all out in the second leg. Get the crowd behind the lads and let's go for that win. Uh, Kieran's point there, uh, we did dominate the first half. We talked about that. Really. Yeah. Um, mm. But, you know, we need to give some credit to Sunderland because they really went for it. They took control. Yeah, we, we did not decide to, to sit back. That they, they were pushing us back, you know. Yeah, it wasn't by choice that, that you know, the second half unfolded how we, how we did. Um, uh, I've... Spoke to a um, gentleman down the park yesterday, uh, Mickey Ward. I said I'd say hello to him. But he, he went to the game as well and he, he basically said the same as us. You know, <clears throat> maybe we got away with it. Um, the uncharacteristic uh, passing mistakes, you know, it, it just didn't flow how it has been for ages. So we are going to be okay. If we play well, you know, we've, we've got them. We've got them. So we've got to look at that. That second leg is it's just a semi-final now, isn't it? It's a one-game winner takes all. Yep. So how are we going to set up? Do you think the team will change? Oh, hopefully I think Campbell will come in. I believe Campbell will come in tomorrow. I think if anyone's places may be in jeopardy, it might be Clark's. Because, yeah. you know... We we need him for you know his vision and his lovely passing and you know I'm sure he'll be the first to say that it wasn't quite there as others um, didn't quite perform as well. Um, maybe it does need a bit of um, uh, Campbell to start with. Maybe Clark coming on. Who who knows? But, but like you touched on like last week, he hasn't played a lot of football either. Clark as well. No, so I think no, exactly. Don't want, to, don't want to burn him out. You know, for the this whole like. You know, praise that we get to the, to the final. We don't want to burn him out before uh, then. Yeah, I don't think the final can be any consideration. It, 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 we have to take this as our last game of the season tomorrow and just 
all out on the yeah. pitch uh, to get through that and then we'll worry about where we are yeah. at, that, at that point. There's been a lot of talk from the management of creating that cauldron of that atmosphere at Kenilworth Road. I know there's only 10,000 of us and if you think about um, there was 45,000 at, mm. at, at Stadium of Light, there's 10,000 of us, well, 8,000 of us because two of the 10,000 will be Sunderland supporters. Uh, 1,000 1, 1, 1, 1, of them. So, so yeah. 9,000 of us. We create a cracking atmosphere against Watford. Mm. Can we recreate that, Batari? Can't see why not. We're, we're a very, very good team. We finished third for clearly a reason. So why can't we? We've got some big results at home this season. And like I say, since the turn of the year, since Rob Edwards came in, we've won the majority of our home games. The, the fans so, yeah. are going to be up for it. When they walk out of that tunnel, it is going to feel different, but equally as intimidating for them. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that you can see um, every single fan's individual face, you know, the fact that it's so close and that is, I say, it's going to be different, but the hostility, the, the nerves, the atmosphere, it will be different, but equally as influential in the game. So it, say, it is up yeah. to us to do our bit. I say, like you said about seeing, obviously, um, the crowd's faces close up, whatever else. It's a good job you don't sit too. Well, I say it should be a good job. Well, it should be It should be a thing that you sit right down the bottom tomorrow because you've frightened the out of them, mate. Where on earth has this level of abuse come from? Oh, it's look, t- every it, week it, I've got to get something before you get something. Un- in, unwarranted abuse. Yeah, yeah. You, so should, my, yeah. you should respect your no. elders. No, I should, but you know, I'm that kind of bloke that I don't because <laughs> right. I'm an awful guy. Let's no, so. calm down. Um, the, the atmosphere <laughs> of the game. Uh, is one thing. Mm. Um, how do we start? Do we just go all guns blazing, or we just wait for that tactical moment to score and then and try and go on from there? Yeah, no, we're, we're not. We're not going to go gun ho to start with. Crikey, you know, we know if, if we were three or four down, then there'll be a level of level of urgency. But we'll be looking to play quick. We'll be looking to press better, and we'll be looking to score goals from the just first keep minute. The ball better as but, well. But yeah, but it won't yeah. be th- that level of desperation. Won't be there. Worst case scenario, um, we allow them to score. Then we're up against it. So yeah. we need to score first. Would you agree? Mm. Oh, 100. <laughs> if we don't score first, Dave, it's a very, very long way back then, isn't it? Mm. If we go a goal down well, early to- or, well, you, you'd rather go, not, obviously not you, not, you wouldn't rather, but if you were going to concede, it has to be early. But if you concede, say, like before half time or just half time, then it, I think for me, it's, it's game over for us then. If you think about it logically, if they score one, we've still got to score two. Mm. So nothing changes really apart from us having le- less time to score in. But if we score first, hopefully our momentum pushes us through. Yeah. The crowd gets behind us. The, Sunderland get a bit yeah. more tetchy. If we get the first goal, we've got to do what they didn't do, and that is go for the Kill jugular. Off, yeah. yeah, we've got to go for them. We've got to carry it on. Because, you know... Th- you know, again, we, we said that they didn't go for the jugular. Maybe that was because uh, our defending um, was better mm-hmm. during the second half. However, if we get the first goal, we've got to keep going. You don't come a bad team overnight. You don't become a bad team after the season we've had. No, so we know not. that it's there. Mm. Uh, we just got to hope everybody performs yeah. to the max, right? Yeah, yeah we're, we're not a bad team. We're a very, very good team. We're efficient. We're hardworking. And we're going to see it on Tuesday night. I've just got a feeling that, you know... All our mistakes happen in one game, and that was obviously Sunderland the other day, but I feel like nothing, well, if, if that is the case, nothing is going to go wrong for us on Tuesday. And we're going to go for it, and we're going to pre-score, you know, we have three shots on target, and we might score two goals. I, I've got a feeling that's how it's going to go. Three, three one. Yeah, three one. Oh, 
Well, 2-0 oh. Luton. I, I'm not going to even think about the predictions. <laughs> I was just looking at, if we look at the, the facts from... Down, I think it's going to be one all, but never mind. I won't say <laughs> too much. Well, then then you should be banned from the podcast if that well, happens. Um, maybe. Even, even with all that possession they had at home game, um, we had more shots on target than they did there. We just didn't convert them. So there, there is opportunities, and, and Morris really will get a chance, hopefully at home, definitely get a chance. Yeah, I, I think um, we've, people have spoken about the, the height of the, the centre-halves and stuff like that, and maybe we should be getting more crosses in. I think we will be looking to give more of a physical presence um, on the defensive line on Tuesday. I think maybe we weren't as physical as we would want to be because we weren't getting the ball up. I think that would be a different story Tuesday. Sunderland are not coming to our place to to just lie down and, and roll over. They, they know what they've got to do. No, no they're, 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 put, they're coming to win. They're going to come and try and get a goal because that makes things harder for us. Yeah, they're, they're not a defensive team. They're a free-flowing team. Mm-hmm. They're going to come to attack us. Maybe that will help both sides the, the way uh, that we're both teams are looking to play. But, you know, right, we'll so see. When we talk about the crowd tomorrow, you know, and I, I hope this doesn't happen, but if Sunderland do score a goal... Mm-hmm. Remember, nothing changes. You've still got to score two to stay in the tie. Nothing yeah. changes, so you've got to be behind the boys more. Yeah. Um, hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully, you know, we, we get a start, a dream start like we did on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. And then we can push on. Um, we're not going to mention the next round. We'll see what happens when that gets there. Yeah. Um, all I've got to say is, if you're going to the game tomorrow, make sure you're there early. Make sure you get the the crowd movement and, and going with every with everything. Get that atmosphere yeah. up and yeah. uh, let's hope we get a game that we can remember at Kenilworth Road. Is it your team needs mm-hmm. you. Your That's team right. needs you. Exactly that. Oh man, don't <laughs> no, it's got towards the end. It's, it's tense, isn't it? It's, going, it's yeah. like it's like a mini cup final really. Jeez, if we that. if we can win this game, you know, who knows what might happen. But don't forget, Sunderland and no mugs, they're coming to win. Yeah. And we, we just got to hope that we can perform much, much better than we did on Saturday. Yeah. I think, I, sorry, go on. Same I was just going to say one more push from the lads. Mm-hmm. One more push. I think that's all we've got time for today. Thank you so much for watching. Thanks for listening. Um, with any luck, we'll have another. Well, we're definitely going to have a, a podcast, whatever happens after the next game, tomorrow night uh, and tonight, if you're listening to this on, on Tuesday morning. Um, so we're definitely coming back. Leave your comments in, in below and uh, we'll see you again soon. Come on. Yes, come on, let's get this done. Come on. Oh.